0: Now is the time. Somebody shared this with me recently. That was funny. They said, you know, the best time to start investing was 20 years ago. But the second best time is now. Uh, the, the best time to, for me to change my eating habits, yeah, that was 20 years ago. But the second best time is now. The best time to start that paper? Yeah. Uh, But the second best time is now. It, It doesn't matter what happened yesterday or a month ago, but this is a new moment, a new now that is the best time to do or say whatever it is we need to. The prophet Ezekiel speaks to the people and he says, turn now to the Lord. We always have that choice. He said, you, you could turn towards sin and wickedness and iniquity. But we know where that leads. That's not helpful. But he said, if you are there, turn back to the Lord. And, and the Lord will welcome you. Which I, I find very consoling. That in the Christian life, it doesn't matter where we're at on the path what matters is which direction we're going in so i might be really great but then i'm starting to slip well i'm going the wrong way i might feel really far from god and sin is very prevalent in my life and it has not been a good semester but you're here tonight that for all of us, tonight was the new moment, the new now, of when I'm gonna turn. And being here is is our response to say, Lord, I'm here, I'm turning to you, I, I need you. In our gospel day, Jesus gives us this parable of a man with two sons, and the first son, he says, go out into the field, the vineyard and work, and the son says, nope. But then he changes his mind and says, yes, and goes. The second son says, yeah, I'll do it, Dad. Yeah, 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 whatever. And then doesn't. And so he asks, which of the two does his father's will? And they say, the first. Which I think is more than than just simple. I think there's two aspects there. What did the first son do when his father asked him something The son replied with honesty, with freedom. Hey, son, do you want to go do this? No. I think that's the first beautiful moment is that God invites us as we stand before him to be real and honest. (laughs) To let our yes mean yes and our no mean no. I think there's something beautiful about that. And maybe the second beautiful part is, in his no, he realized it was actually kind of a yes. And then he turned and went out to the field. But now, you could say, now you know that that's what he really wants to do. It means something. Some people, one person was saying, well, you know, maybe he just felt guilty. I was like, no, because he felt, he was honest. He's like, I don't want to do it. So the only reason he went to do it is because he wanted to. And so sometimes our no reveals what the yes is in our life. Actually, I would propose that every no is actually kind of a yes. To, just like when I say yes, that I'm gonna marry this person, I'm saying no to every other person. When I say no to dating this person, I'm saying yes to be available for that next person. A couple of years ago, I had a young man come to me and he was, both, he was both sad and angry. And I said, what's going on? He said, I just got accepted into the PT program at NAU. I was like, man, break out the champagne. I mean, it's like a big deal, right? And he said, but my parents want me to do something else. So I said, no, I was like, oh, how do you feel about that? He said, I'm so angry. That, that he said no, but that no made it so much clearer in his heart that he really wanted to say yes. That, that it makes it obvious. And so there's something good and beautiful about that. It kind of reveals if I'm passionate about something. Or I say no and I'm like relieved. Like, yeah, I really didn't want to do that. Great. God gives us that freedom. We don't have to do anything. But but then there's the opposite. The son who said, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." You can almost hear. It. It's not a yes, it's a yeah, yeah. <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, I'll get right on that." But then he doesn't do it because he he never really wanted to do it. And it reminded me um kind of a maybe a silly example, but a couple of years back this there's a middle-aged woman on campus. She said uh hey, Father, for my birthday, I'm going to do Sip and Paint. And I was like, oh, what's that? They're like, well, get your glass of wine, get your paintbrush, and the instructor kind of guides you through painting a picture. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting, that sounds kind of fun. And she's like, do you want to (laughs) come? I was like, oh, shoot. Um, I have a really hard time saying no. I was like, yeah, yeah, I mean, that'd be great. So then she sent me the invitation, and in the days leading up to it, I may have said yes, but my heart was screaming, no. The last thing I wanna do is go with this woman on her 50th birthday party with all her friends that I don't know. Okay, I, I mean, I'll do, any, I'll do anything as a priest, but I was like, I'd rather be here. I wanna hang out with students and do ministry. But I learned something that day, that you know our, our yeses and nos matter. And and don't we feel it sometimes when maybe a friend or someone around us, you know, that person who was going to do the third part of the project, said, yeah, 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 I'll just do the third part. And then they never do it. It just, it just, it doesn't work. And so God is inviting us both to a freedom, but also the invitation to say yes. And so I... Yeah. I, I don't know if this is helpful. I, you know, what, what helps me and I make decisions is sometimes I can be indecisive. Sometimes I can tend to say yes. So here's a practical step. This is a, a page out of the Father Matt Lowry playbook. Here's what I do. Um, when somebody asks me to do something, the first thing I'm paying attention to is, is it a yes I want to do this no matter what. Father Matt, you want to hike the Grand Canyon? Yes, let's go do it. Um, If it's anything other than that, I kind of pause for a second. Because I didn't jump at that. Hmm. So I actually need just a little bit more time. And so I create a little space for myself where I say, um, oh, well thank you for asking me. let me think about it and I'll let you know Friday, for example. Give me a couple days to discern and I'll let you know. And then in that space, I'm paying attention in my heart whether do I want to do this or would I feel relieved if I didn't have to do this? But even in that moment when I'm talking to the person, I say, well, I'll let you know Friday. I often try to give an indicator and usually the no. It's better to err to the no like, you know, I'd love to do it, but I don't think it's going to work out, but I'll let you know by Friday. What did they hear? They heard a no. But if it turns to a yes, everybody's happy. This story Doesn't this story remind you a little bit of the prodigal son? That the first son says to his dad, no. But then he turns around and says yes and comes back. The other son says, yes, dad, yeah, yeah, I'll stay here and work in the fields. But in his heart, it was really a no. When it comes time for the party, no, I'm not going in. Which son son can the father actually have a relationship with? The second son, you, you can't have a relationship if someone's not honest, if someone's not open. But the first son who's honest and real, and then when he turns back, it's because he wants to be there. The father can have a relationship with him. And that's maybe the end of the at the end of the day, what matters here is that the Lord is inviting us into relationship. And there's no pressure, because you, you can't have a relationship when there's pressure. I experienced this myself when it was I was one year out of college and the vocation director for the diocese asked me to have dinner, so I said, well, yeah, you're Catholic, I'm Catholic, I like dinner, so I'm sitting at dinner, but I didn't, I didn't really want to have dinner with him, and I had heard it said that the vocation director, he won't give you an application to seminary till you ask for it, and so I was like, okay, good. At dinner, he goes, hey, Matthew, here is an application to seminary, and I noticed in my heart, I was like, I don't want that. That even that pressure, it made me actually want to do the opposite. Isn't that, isn't that what pressure does? Hey, I want you to do this. It's like, I don't I don't know that I want to do that. But I took the application, I went home, and I put it, and I slid it into a slot in my desk. And in, in the course of the next bit of time, I, I actually said yes to the Lord to daily prayer, so I was reading the Bible, I was going to adoration, doing evening prayer. And so I was saying yes to the person of God, but saying no to this particular invitation, which is, which is what we do every time we say no. I'm not rejecting you, the person. I'm just saying no to this opportunity. But over the course of time was, as I said yes to the Lord in prayer each day, and I felt myself becoming happier and feeling more at peace that suddenly that no towards priesthood, I started to get curious and then interested. And then I actually wanted it. And things don't work unless you want it. You ever had a relationship with somebody who didn't want it anymore? You can't want it for two people. The Lord knows that. And he invites us. He wants it for us, but he wants us to want it. Until one day, I said, I want this. And I filled out the application, and yeah, here I am. So, But what I felt was that that yes to God, that as I said yes to God, it just got better. Not easier, but better. And then I wanted to make that yes bigger and bigger, until it was everything until it was a complete yes and that's what god wants he invites us to do that he who gave us his complete yes he who was always yes towards us invites us in freedom to be honest with him and to turn to him in both small and big ways and the best time to ever do that is always the present moment.